Hmm. Hmm. Screwdriver. You're awake. Good. It's dark and dank here, I suppose. Enough to make you squirm. Welcome to my dark corner. I'm surprised you're awake, considering how cold it is down here. But I'm glad you are. I've had to steady myself from feeding on you. Because it just so happens that I need to hide behind you. Weird, I know. But it must be done, considering Yeladine is up there looking around, searching, has no doubt found the body of your companion. But no matter. I did eat enough of you to make sure you don't scream. Anyway, since we're close, do you want to hear another one of my stories? Well, of course you do. Not like you have a choice in the matter, but it's always polite to ask. It looks like me and you are both in Robbie's Store Corner now. <laughs> Although you under less favorable circumstances. Let me tell you a very interesting one I have in my brain. Let me tell you about a dwarf, a great library, and candle keep. See, the dwarf Elaine had been traveling a long way to get to Candlekeep. You know, Candlekeep, down the way of the lion, right next to Baldur's Gate, a little below it, of course, near Greenhurst. That Candlekeep. The place where great scholars have gone and left their marks on the world and where a great library lies, full of secrets, full of stories. Now, Elaine had met with the avowed and had asked them for clearance to go into the great library, past the emerald doors, cross the court of air, to do research on a book she was writing. See, Elaine was a novelist she wrote romance novels but she was interested in a particular romance between two gods that existed a long time ago and she wanted to emulate their love in one of her more salacious tales so granted access into the great library she went past the dusty old books of the entranceway into the different sections past the monodrones that helped organize all of these books down the dark corridors past the ever glowing flames see candlekeep is an interesting place it's a maze you must be careful of what you turn you must be careful of what you do or who you insult because you never know if the person standing next to you is a book or someone who's here to look at the books. Elaine knew this, of course. 
she had brought a map that she had sketched haphazardly on the back of some parchment and made her way through the passageways and the long corridors. Or she made a wrong turn. A turn that would cost her dearly. You see, Elaine was going to encounter something dangerous in her adventure down here. See, what do you know of Candlekeep? Besides the legend, of course, of the scholars and of the dragon. The dragon lives underneath Candlekeep. It's long dead bones keeping its spirit tied there. And the dragon can see all, can appear in its ghostly form anywhere, scaring those who are around it. But pay no attention to that, but look deeper. You see, Candlekeep is on the edge of a coast, and everyone knows that saltwater is corrosive. One year, the cliffs broke, releasing the shallow waters into a subterrain of Candlekeep, drowning the books in that section, keeping them there. Now, Candlekeep is full of stories, but the stories have power. You see, they contain spirits, they contain beings of immense knowledge, and this particular section held books that Candlekeep felt were a little less friendly. So nobody would bat an eye that the books were submerged into salt water, left with the crabs and the crustaceans and the weird parasites growing on them now, and no one ever went in to fish them. However, on this one particular day with Elaine walking through and getting lost in the darker parts of Candlekeep, one of the books met a fish that was curious. The fish pecked it off the aquatic prison that it had, dropped it onto the ground. Its pages haphazardly opened, and ink began to swirl. As wind began to rise, this book was not happy, but this book was pleased that it was free. And this invisible thing pushed the water away from itself and made its way out of its watery grave and into the corridors where Elaine was haphazardly thinking she was going the right way. Elaine turned, put the torchlight close to the books. It was getting very dark in here. The everlasting flames were not shining these bright lights onto these books. These books seemed to be absorbing the light around them. And she was lost. She could not decipher what section she was in. And no avowed or monodrones went this far into Candlekeep. The dust made her sneeze, turned her eyes red. And she felt a sense of dread, especially with the footsteps. The footsteps could be heard behind her, 
who appeared to her side. She was curious because she hadn't seen anyone here at all. At one point, she heard books push over, fall to the ground, and she ran and turned the corner to see if there was someone there who could help her. But she met no one's gaze. There was nobody there but the books on the ground and the footsteps. She started to feel very anxious. Sweat began to drip from her forehead as she looked around, hoping to find some kind of solace, some kind of directional piece to get her through this maze of books. And she turned and bumped into something. It was wet and it smelt of sea air, but she could not see it but she could hear its growls. She could see its eyes twinkle in the candlelight. And she ran. She ran quickly. She ran past shell after shell after shell, throwing down books behind her to keep this thing from falling. Or she just knew this thing was going to hurt her if it got a hold of her. She knew that she was in danger, but she didn't know any way out. She drew her blade, tossed over books to the side, and looked around. She had come to a crossroads, a left or a right, or to move forward, each one ending in a pillar of darkness. And from behind her, she could hear the footsteps, the wet footsteps, moving faster. She had to do something. She had to think. And so she grabbed a thing of ink from her pocket, opened it up. When she heard the footsteps fully, fully get close, she launched the ink up forward, not caring if the books got covered in it. And the ink met this assailant, this stalker. And she saw its true face. And she wished she had it. Skeletal features. Its scales and its slimy black tongue covered in the ink, its claws glistening with the darkness of that black ink, and her candlelight blew out as the thing reached down to grab her, and she screamed, but nobody could hear her. No. Elaine had friends, of course, people who would come looking for her. One of your party members is very fond of Elaine's books. The disgusting romances of her books bring joy to their pitiful lives. And she had heard that Elaine was going to be visiting Candlekeep. Your companion wants to meet her. Get a signature from her books. But when they arrive in Candlekeep, the avowed are in a frenzy. See, Elaine has gone missing, and people are looking for her, hoping they could find her inside Candlekeep's maze. The only one that seems to know where she is is the spectral dragon below the basement floor. 
but even it won't talk, finding the whole situation rather amusing, as I would, of course. Your players go in and try to track Elaine down, moving through the bookshelves, following her trajectory. One of your players might even grasp that she made a wrong turn. The map she was using was not quite right. Why did she draw things this way? Why would she go down this corridor when she could go down another? You know, typical thing. And eventually your players will stumble upon the section she was in and her broken lamp and the black footsteps that lead back into the sunken section deep under Candlekeep. The dragon will warn your players only once to avoid this section, but will not stop them as they get near the water, noticing the black and red that have intertwined in its murky depth. Will your players go in looking for Elaine? She's probably dead. Will your players fight the invisible stalker? Which can be found in the monster manual. A very interesting creature, a little stronger than the rest that I have typically shown here. Will they go in to fight it? Will they figure out its secrets? Why it was sealed away? And what else is down there with? your player's choice. Now, just relax as Illidan's footsteps can be heard above us. Don't worry. I'm saving you for one more story before I eat the other part of your brain. Because nobody escapes Robbie's dark corner. No one.